Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. It's the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. On this go-around, Steve, we're going to talk about something that's been bothering you here lately. You are, you brought it up. You wanted to get into uh, really just general liability policies, umbrella policies, or the lack thereof, and some problems you've been seeing recently. So let's talk about that today. How you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Doing pretty good. So what's got you all fired up about this? Well, I don't know what it is, but I seem to be seeing on TV quite a few of these lawyers talking about, if you've been in a car accident, give us a call. We don't make any money unless you you know, unless we win. And it kind of struck home with me. We were traveling a couple of weeks ago and we were out of town. And, you know, as you're out of town, you tend to maybe watch some of the earlier morning shows and you get the local stations. And it seemed like every ad on TV in that morning was about these attorneys Mm -hmm. who were talking about, if you were in a car wreck, give us a call. You know, we don't get paid unless you get paid. And it, it reminded me of one of the biggest liabilities that people have hanging out there with respect to their retirement is if they happen to be sued because they caused a car wreck or somebody got hurt on their property. And it's it's happened to a family member of, of mine. And it's something that I always address with my clients, prospective clients, anybody will listen, I kind of preach it, is that you need to have a general liability or what's called an umbrella policy attached to your car and your home. Let me give you the reason why it's such a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Let's say, let's use an example. You decide you needed to run to the grocery store to pick up a few items. You jump in your car, which you do thousands of times in your lifetime. You drive to the store, you pick up your stuff, you're coming back and you're driving home and something distracts you. Your phone goes off, a text comes in, somebody has a cute dog that sits on the side of the road and you look away for what you think is just a second and you run right into the back of somebody, your airbag deploys, their airbag deploys. Oh gosh, you know, you're scared. It works you up because as I understand, I've never had this, but when those airbags go off, it's a big bang. Oh yeah. So you check on the other person and come to find out that they're okay. Nobody's hurt. You get ticketed for distracted driving. Both cars are totaled. Uh, You exchange insurance information, but the other person seems fine. They say, oh, I'm fine. And you go away and you go, okay, well, the worst that's going to happen is, well, the insurance company will take care of their car, they'll take care of mine, and nobody's been killed and nobody's been hurt. Well, about two months later, you get notified in the mail, certified, that you're being sued. And you're being sued for a million dollars by the person that you hit okay. for pain, right. suffering, loss of wages, et cetera. And the first thing that goes through your head is they looked fine. What, what do you mean I'm getting sued? And you call your insurance company and uh, auto insurance and say, okay, you're going to take care of this. And they say, well, we'll take care of getting their car fixed or or any kind of medical expenses. But for the lawsuit, we're only on the hook for, for most policies, $100,000. The balance is your responsibility. So what happens is that throws your entire retirement into a flux because somehow, some way, you're going to have to pay in that lawsuit. 
whether you settle the lawsuit or whether you go ahead and go to trial, which most attorneys don't want to go to trial. So what happens is, is that let's assume for a minute you don't have a general liability policy. You're going to have to go retain an attorney that's going to fight this. The insurance company is not going to help you. Uh, they're just going to go ahead, go ahead and say, hey, when when the judgment comes in, we'll we'll throw in our part. We're responsible. You put in the balance. And this happened to, a, as I said, a relative of mine. They caused an accident and she was hurt pretty much. And, and the individual that she caused the accident with was really hurt. I mean, broke both legs. She was sued. And this particular person only had 50,000 of general liability and they were being sued at this point for 750,000. Wow. Basically, this the individual that was being sued had a house paid for and a rental house paid for. And the attorney said, fine, just send us the deeds. We'll take both houses because she didn't have enough money, cash to pay the lawsuit. And it worked out OK. There were some settlements and some other things, but she still had to use the bulk of her savings to pay this off. And I can remember her saying it was an accident. How could I have to pay for this? Well, when you hurt somebody. It's your responsibility. So I always tell people, look, get an umbrella policy. It might cost you $30, $35 a month, but you get a million dollars worth of coverage. And in that scenario, if that were to happen, you turn over the insurance companies, the insurance companies, lawyers work it out and you're not in the middle of it and your savings. Right. You're going about your business. Exactly. Exactly. So in in some states, some of the IRAs are protected. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. I was going to ask you, I was going to say, so is there, there's very, it's kind of random. It looks like as as far as uh, federal protections on different kinds of retirement accounts. Yeah. In, in certain states, IRA money is protected. 401k money is under ERISA. But for the bulk of it, it really depends on the state. But but let's let's say for, for argument here, let's say that you've got a million dollars in your retirement account, your IRA, mm-hmm. and you have your house, which you've paid off, and you have a second home, let's say in a retirement area or down at the lake or by the ocean, that's all paid off. And that happens. You get sued. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to say, fine, your your IRA is not, we can't touch it, but we want your house and we want your, your uh, second home. We want you to sell those and give us give us the proceeds. Right, right. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to give up where you live and you give up your your second home? You're probably going to go in and pull money out of the retirement account, pay the taxes, and pay the lawsuit off. It's very, very disheartening and stressful when this occurs. So, I always tell people, look, get an umbrella policy and put it on not only your home but your house too. Because what happens if you have some individual come over and is doing just some tree trimming and they were the cheapest one? And you're like, well, how hard is it? They just jump up there, chop the tree. Lo and behold, they get up in the tree, they slip, they fall. They're not insured. They're not bonded because you didn't ask. Guess who's getting sued? Mm -hmm. You are. Yeah. Tree falls on them, whatever. Yeah. That's right. And the homeowners is going to have the same kind of liability coverage. That's a great point. It's just too much of a, a liability out there that people just don't think about, and it can really hurt. Well, in such a litigious society that we have, it definitely adds to that because we're very, very litigious, obviously. It is. And just I just challenge people to watch early morning uh, television, local news shows, Mm -hmm. you know, six to seven, and then the midday shows, and count how many attorneys have ads running. And they would not have it. They, let me point. assure you, you they would not be having these running these commercials because they're expensive if they weren't making any money at this. Yeah. And suing people. And as I said, most attorneys really they don't want to go to trial 
and they would just most likely settle the lawsuit. And so what I always like to do is say, look, if there's something out there that you can put in place that's relatively inexpensive, if it's worth $500 a year to cover yourself for a million dollar liability and the heartache of maybe losing your freedom of being able to travel and your money, I'd go ahead and pay it. Yeah. Cut down your latte intake and pay the money. Right. Exactly. And especially if you have teenagers in the home driving, yeah, you're responsible. So it is definitely a a piece of insurance that you need to have. And some people will ask me, because I bring it up every time I talk with a client or prospective client, do you have umbrella coverage? Some will say yes, which is great. Some will go, no, I don't have any. And I'll ask why. And they usually will say, I just didn't want to have to pay another premium. Mm-hmm. I don't care how little it, just another premium, you know, and that agent's just trying to get more money out of me. Right. And that's not altogether true. What they're trying to do is set you up. You have a better chance of being sued in a car wreck than you do have your entire home burning down. But people pay their homeowners insurance, don't even think about it. They pay mm-hmm. $200, $300 a month to have their home insured for it to burn down. And the chances of it burning down are slim or being hit by a tornado or knocked out by some natural disaster. Right, right. So the umbrella policy is absolutely imperative that you have that in place. And what I always tell people is say, look, if your agent hasn't brought it up, call them and say, I want to put an umbrella policy on. I also tell people, you know, your property and casualty, which is your homeowners and, and um, car insurance and umbrella, you need to have it evaluated every year because the pricing changes, companies change their pricing, and you always want to kind of shop it, mm-hmm, basically right, sure. shop it around. And I use a, a agency that that does it for my clients. And we just say, hey, take a look at this. Are they paying the right amount or are they overpaying? And if they are, they'll get an idea or they'll like, they'll come back with a report and say, no, you're paying about what you would, what you need to be paying. And it's always great to just verify that. We do it in our our home. We we look at our homeowners, our car insurance, and our umbrella, check it out, make sure we're paying the the right amount. We're not overpaying. We don't have a bunch of whistles and bells on there that are causing us more to, uh, to pay. So I always offer, look, if you want to know where you stand with respect to that, just let me know. I can have these. I don't do it because I don't I don't have a license to sell property and casualty insurance. I have this agency look at people's current policies, give them a, a, a review. There's no cost for it. And at least they have the peace of mind knowing what they have and are they paying the right amount. And then secondly, they'll also give a quote on uh, if they don't have an umbrella policy, you know, what an umbrella policy might cost. That's a great point. You know, and it's some of those things that we just don't think about often enough. And to your to your point, it's an easy enough fix. It's typically not that costly. So that's a great podcast this week, Steve. Just kind of come in and hit the the hard nose there that these are things that happen. And unfortunately, you know, we're seeing, you know, we're back to doing more, right? As the lockdowns have, you know, eased across the country, people are out more. There's just lots of ways and things we're trying to catch up on stuff. So it's a good chance or I guess a breeding ground for potential accidents to happen. It is. And people are having more work done in their homes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're using people who are who are insurance and bonded. A lot of times they're not. So Definitely you need to lot, make sure yeah. you cover yourself. I yeah. mean, as I said, people don't have a problem paying two, $300 a month to insure their house from burning down, but they won't spend $500, or $350 or $400 a year to cover something that has a better opportunity of occurring, which is you getting sued. Yeah, a much um, higher chance. 
because of an accident. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Great podcast, Steve. Thanks so much for bringing that up this week. That was definitely different than where I was going to go, and I think that was really informative and helpful. Uh, bringing some good tips here on the retirement pilot from financial coach Steve Hoover. Look, folks, if you got questions, as Steve mentioned, he'll help you out, get you going in the right direction. Reach out to him at 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207, or stop by his website, wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you like to use for the retirement pilot. Steve, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for bringing the good topic this week. I appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure, Mark. Thanks. Always appreciate your time. I know you've got some clients coming in, so we'll let you get back to it. Folks, have a great day. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover from Wealth Partners Corporation right here in the Kansas City area. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.